Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux and I'm your host and joining me as always, he's, you know what, we're doing Loose Goose today. He's just my good buddy, Griffin David. Oh, wow. This is the best intro I've had yet. This is one I can really bounce off of. Something I understand. <laughs> yeah. For once, it's a reference that doesn't confuse you and is instead just a statement of fact. Um... What if I was like, uh, good buddy, where is that from? <laughs> is that is this some, kind of, some kind of 10 4 joke? Sort of reference to some weird relationship where people are nice to each other? Yeah, well, no, that, that, would, that couldn't be us. Um, <laughs> Dog, what's going on? Not what's much, happening? Not much, man. I'm in quarantine still. You are too. Uh, okay. I had a sore throat today and I freaked out. And then I realized it's because I switched allergy medications. Yeah, yeah. Every day at about 5 p.m., I think I have it. But then I realize I just been only drinking coffee and smoking weed. Uh, yep, so that's my problem. That, those those um, the side effects of that are the Venn diagram of that and Corona. Very similar. Yeah, they're super similar. Um, I might as well have it. Uh, <laughs> Well, okay, I had a funny story about uh, someone having coronavirus, but let's introduce our guest because he's, you know, some of the, the involved, the players in the narrative. The game, um, the players. Joining us again, returning champion, friend of the podcast, maker of our coolest design we have. It is Rory Blank. Rory, welcome to the show. Hello, you started introing me right after I finally decided to put the food in my mouth. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, That's I'm good. Glad, I'm glad everyone's really on the same brainwave. Just been trying to chew it as quickly as possible, but what, what happens? So, our friend, who one day will be on the show probably, who's a great bud and a cool dude, lives in a, a duplex with another one of our friends. Like, it's like two attached apartments. Uh, unbeknownst to him until like two days ago, his attached apartment neighbor has had coronavirus for like several days and just didn't warn him about it. And then like a mutual friend of theirs was playing some kind of tabletop game and was like, buddy, I was there. I oh, watched this happen. I knew you were involved somehow. And I didn't realize <laughs> yeah, how deep it went. Hold yeah, on. Brent, let me, Brent, let's clarify for a second. So, so a next door neighbor has it. Not, so no contact. Not next door neighbor. It's two. Ha it's a duplex. So it's two conjoined. Yeah. Right. Thing. Okay. So, so it's like, like what share, I live in. They share yeah. a driveway and a, they share multiple rooms and a yard. And they share consoles. Um, they don't share consoles. Thank God. Thank God. Can keep playing video games. <laughs> um, but Rory, tell me about that moment because I when told me about it, I laughed and laughed <laughs> at how insane that circumstance is. Oh, but I feel like we should beep his name out just because of, like the implications of mentioning that somebody had it and didn't talk about it. But yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah we can beep re Haley, redacted. Let's beep. Uh, name we'll just call him big train from now on let's call, let's call him chris chris cuomo okay yeah so but, you were playing uh, rpgs with chris cuomo and then what happened um the dm who used to live in the house that he lives in now fucking like made an offhanded comment about like how his next door neighbor who was friends with his uh the guy who used to live there mentioning that he had has or that like one of his friends had it and he probably has it himself and Chris Cuomo immediately will just like shut up to all right I need, I'll be right back I'll be right back I need I need to go take care of stuff and like for the next half hour he was off of the conference call just like walking around his house bleaching everything so I'm I'm confused do they go into each other's houses yeah, yeah there's like numerous there's, oh, okay. they're friends and there's numerous shared zones like there's a shared washing so, machine yeah there's uh -huh. like a shared carport yeah um I've seen this neighbor just walk into Big Train Chris Cuomo's house to be like, hey, I'm gonna grab a fruit. 
Say hi. <laughs> um, uh, well, did he? Well, did he Chris Cuomo his way out of it? Did he beat someone up or uh, so yeah. far, someone? So far, he seems to have sealed all entrances and is just hoping to wait it out. Yeah, the situation's um, still developing. He has a bunch of crazy shit though, because his roommates are uh, from Mongolia and they're supposed to go back home on May first, but they can't because the borders are closed. Oh, oh man! So our, our friend B Train Chris Cuomo like has deep is unaffected personally as far as like sickness but is like deeply around the implications of the virus yeah it's a it's a it's a gnarly time i even hear that you know if they if i bet if those two shared the same ac vents they can catch it that way too yeah sometimes it goes through the pipes like some kind of solid snake yeah some kind of solid snake uh snake your mission is to (laughs) infect as many people as (laughs) Is so, to not solid distance. corona oh, snake in your jungle and just directly <laughs> into the general mouth. Snake, snake your mission is to tongue kiss uh, <laughs> ge- general lightning man <laughs> off in big boss's mouth it the game is up you there, there's that level with the old man sniper in the woods and it ends by just a long french kiss and, and then he passes away into the trees <laughs> never, never yeah. to snipe again so I don't know, man. The Hideo Kojima is a bit indulgent sometimes, but I feel like you could have gone a little further with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think he definitely pulled some he definitely pulled some punches there. Um, but overall, he's pretty prophetic in terms of uh, Death Stranding and, and, and the world that's that's coming. So I, we have still much to learn from him, I think. God, yeah. Fucking I remember when that game came out playing it and people complaining about just like how large and excessive it was and how ludicrous they thought the plot was. And like five fucking months later, nobody's going <laughs> yeah, The yeah. only yeah. viable industry is transportation of goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is courier packages honestly okay so i want to start being a, like a raider and i raid the 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 amazon uh, deliveries uh and i you know on my big truck just you got yeah. gas mask crossbow <laughs> i've got a machete and a gas mask i don't know I, I want one of those fucking uh the, the the harpoon grabber gun things that they have oh yeah Oh, those are sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said before, and on a previous episode, everyone was gaslighting Kojima completely with that game. Yeah. Uh, they were telling him that it wasn't going to be fun, that it wasn't going to make any sense. And it, it makes more sense than any Metal Gear game by far. Like it has a more coherent, uh, like together plot. I know everything that's happening. Yeah. Well, Metal Gear games are great because like their overall thesis is always like, the military is not to be trusted and rich people have too much influence and technology. It's scary. And it's like, I can get into all that, but the specifics of how they get that across are always fucking gibberish. Yeah. Right. Like are totally insane. And then fucking death stranding is like this beautiful thesis about connectivity and every single thing about it is like, in that direction. Yeah. And especially that one Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. It was like uh, it was like Asia's view on the Iraq war, kind of. Yeah. Like on the Middle East. Yeah. The Iraq war uh, one's crazy. Yeah. And that's like, also the one uh, with all the Moby Dick references. Like, what the yes. fuck are we doing here? Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. I say that as a They're gaslighting, my boy. Stay strong, Kojima. Stay yeah. strong. One day I'll get um, to make a movie. Right now, just the idea of uh, Death Stranding itself now, like, the most maligned aspect of it, the fact that you're wandering around a giant empty wasteland. I bet that sounds really nice to a lot of people who haven't been fucking outside at all in two months. <laughs> Dude, I booted it. I booted it up a couple days ago. And I got to say, it was like not curative because uh, I still have my weird isolation anxiety. But it was like very relaxing to just like restart that game and like 
carry my mom's corpse of a mountain and like look at things. <laughs> well, and just and also the the entire act of the game is um it's purposeful connection. Uh, yeah. It's like that's the whole goal of the game. And that's not something that we can even fucking do in our own lives. Like we're literally not allowed to fuck. I went on I went on a dog walk with someone like I, I walked my dog like alongside a friend in the neighborhood and I got like fucking canceled for it. Like, like people literally like canceled me for it. Uh, so it's like, there's no, there's any attempt at a, at a connection is, is, is cancelable in this universe. So, uh, it's nice to be in death stranding and be like, it's an apocalypse, but the whole goal is to reach out and to find people. Griffin's uh, coming out as canceled on the yeah, podcast. It's canceled. official. It's official. Uh, you, you, th- you thought it would be for something uh, way more easy, way more obvious. Yeah, but no. truly <laughs> towards the bottom of my list was Walking Archer, but, uh, but it had to happen somehow. So here we are. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I guess, R- so, Rory, how are you doing? Yeah, though, Rory, like um, what, what's going on in your we heard about your your friends, but how are you? Weirdly, I'm kind of fine. Yeah. Sorry, I was leaning away from the microphone. I'm I'm, I'm kind of fine right now. I like. I was homeschooled until I was 15, Mm. like just straight up until I was in the middle of my teenage years. I did not have any friends. Damn. (laughs) Oh, no. Same here. I I didn't have friends until like 14. Yeah. But you you went to school. You just. (laughs) Yeah. I went to school. Yeah. I was soundly rejected. Yeah. Soundly rejected. (laughs) Um, That's it's funny you say that, Rory, because you and uh, another friend of mine uh, are are at least my two closest friends were homeschooled and both of you have had the same reaction of like, I had training for this. Like, I know, yeah. I know how to do, how to handle the situation. Yeah. I, I've, I've been here before. This is my life again now. And I'm like fucking on top of that. Like, because in, until a couple months ago, I had a full-time job in addition to the cartooning thing. So the only way to really manage both of those things was come home from work and then immediately go sit in my garage alone, not talking to people working yeah. on stuff. So literally, like nothing has changed other than I've lost the option to go outside. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, because you're. I mean, you can check out on online and shit, but all you're staying productive and still making shit, which is nice. I know some of my buds who were like, "I have a job and I make stuff." Lost their job and got corona, and they're like, "Now I don't do any of that stuff." <laughs> uh, it's really hard to keep up with doing it just dude, because of the fact that like you don't really like time doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, time doesn't dude. exist. Laws don't exist. You could stay up until yeah. five in the morning tomorrow drinking mm-hmm. beer and nothing will happen because of it. And Whereas there used to be a law against that. But now we've annulled all, the, all those laws. Yeah, but that is true. I mean, it's why I've been late for our podcast recordings like every the past like month. Um, <laughs> I know it's totally true. Like a lot of my side shit, including side shit I need to get to you still, Rory, is like just falling off just because it's like it's so hard to like a motivate yourself to do things when you it's like this and be like keep track of time. Like I'll just be like, Oh, I'm gonna do that later. I'll just read my book for a little bit. And all of a sudden it's like six 30 have to make dinner. And then I have to like do some other shit for my job. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I gotta go to bed. And it's like, what the hell time the world is flying by time it for me. It's just fucking zooming. Like a whole day is like gone so quickly. Yeah, um, totally. I woke up today with like a small amount of work to do. And then somehow it was time to do the podcast and I hadn't finished work yet. And I was like, how the fuck did I let this happen? Like I've had eight hours to yeah. do this. Um, sorry, Jer- sorry, Jared. Like really helps with that. It's just like, I know it sucks because it's pretty much the only way to have any kind of social life right now. But just like 
log off for a day or two. Yeah, that's what I've. That's yeah. honestly like that's that's been helping me a lot. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, and this is a message to many of my friends and enemies. Log off uh, for a day or two. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll a say bad, now. A lot of bad posts out there, guys. A lot of bad posts. Oh, we're in a fucking golden age of bad posting right now. A true. Yeah. A true flood of cosmic proportions when it comes to bad posts. Nowhere is really safe, and I have been seeing Rory Rory logging in a little bit to 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 lay down the law on, on Facebook. Uh, and, and Rory, you know, Facebooks are different. My Facebook is, um, you know, I went to a lot of private high schools and stuff, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I have. Um, I have sort of sort of curated one of the worst types of timelines ever um, because, <laughs> it's uh, true. Uh, I, you know, I went I went to a school in Orange County, conservative, uh, rich, liberal, orange, <laughs> Orange County, conservative, uh, rich, to, liberals. Actually, conservative that is very, liberal. very real. I don't know that's, why I said it's so no, no, that a thousand percent a real thing. <laughs> that's the new soda fountain flavor where you hit three and you just dunk them together, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and and uh, then I went to New York and I got a lot of those people. Um, and uh, yeah, so my timeline has the worst takes. How, what is your timeline like? I don't look. You don't look like, I, incredible. I, up, I only go onto Facebook just you to shoot tell shots. people that I think Joe Biden is a horrible piece of shit and <laughs> I don't look at anything and then I leave. Yeah, I mean, most- and I, I do that specifically on Facebook because for some fucking reason, like I, I'm friends with Facebook friends with a bunch of people in their 50s or 60s. And okay. it's more productive to tell them than to say mention anything about it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Even though yeah. like they're never going to fucking agree with me or look at it the way that I want them to look at it. They should still be confronted with it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But it's fucking bizarre. Like, uh I don't know, this this is not a political podcast, but like Sometimes it for, is. For, <laughs> when we don't have a plan it is. On paper. <laughs> This is supposed to be about the dang video games. But yeah, like, for instance, this one guy, before Bernie Sanders dropped out, just kept insisting to me that he he was supporting Joe Biden because he'd supported Elizabeth Warren and he thought Medicare for all was a good idea. Mm -hmm. But Bernie Sanders, he's gross. If you Mm -hmm. vote for Joe Biden... He's going to make Elizabeth Warren his running mate, and mm-hmm. that'll that'll get it done. Even though there's fucking nothing. There's absolutely nothing. There's no fucking evidence whatsoever that, <laughs> that is remotely possible. His whole fucking premise for this entire campaign was, no, no, not going to do it. That no. was, that's been one of my favorite genres of post in this bad posting sort of uh, mm-hmm. metaverse. Yes. Has been the people who are like, I voted for Joe Biden because I think he has the best shot at getting us Medicare for all. And then someone inevitably responds, he said he would never do that. And they're like, yeah. I know. and they're like, I know, but I still think he's our best bet. And it's like, I've seen, I've seen double digits of this genre of conversation on the internet. And it's just <laughs> pointless to try to litigate it. Yeah, totally. It's totally pointless to try to litigate it, but it bends my fucking brain. Cause it's this thing where it's like, L- listen, I, my number one issue is, uh, is, is supporting princess peach. And that's why I'm voting for Bowser. <laughs> yeah. Like my big thing is gun control. So my vote is for a gun. Oh, um, I'm anti-kidnapping. Um, <laughs> but yeah, voting, it's, no, sorry. So I'm voting for a gun girl. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. If it's a girl gun, I'll vote. Um, it's a girl. Yeah. But it's, a, it's just such a crazy fucking time. Um, I know that Rory, you've been, you've been embodying a vibe on Twitter that I've been very into, which is a, to quote you, a, a full idiot, I believe full brained idiot. Yeah. Um, oh, no, explain what that, that is. What's a full brained idiot? 
Yeah, you want to break this down for Griffin? Because I only look at like 50 people's tweets and you're one of them. Because I am looking for a new type of identity to claim. So, yeah, if that sounds like up my alley. Just buy a machete and stop using punctuation marks. <laughs> Damn. That don't is a look vibe. Up any information ever. Like, if you don't know the answer to a question, don't try to research it at all. Sure. Yeah, don't Just don't, live with don't, the mystery. don't no, yeah, don't go into don't get into like a fact war, like or like a link war. Link yeah. wars are the worst. It's like either you guess or you walk away. Yeah, it's like the mystery of faith. You can't really fully know articulate <laughs> if it's true or not if say Christ died for your sins, but you just have to believe that the same way sure. that you also have to believe that it would be really fucking cool to ride your bike with two machetes on, strapped to your back. You're right. It's about it's yeah. not about you can't see it, but you'll never see it. But you, that doesn't mean you can't believe it. That's what that, no, and it, that's what faith really is. Really, <laughs> I mean, I just watched Contact, uh, so yeah, I know all about faith now. Oh, you guys seen that Jodie Foster movie? I saw yeah. it when I was seven, and I was really big on the X Files at the time. And yeah. like my entire experience of watching it was just being really p- pissed off that there weren't like a lot of aliens in it. <laughs> I like the slow burn of the movie, and I think it does deliver once you do see the what a, the experience, I'll call it. Do you, um, did I, you know that that movie is based on Carl Sagan's only novel? What? Carl Sagan that. wrote one novel. It is Contact, and the movie is based upon this book. Wait, That's incredible. Up, I don't remember. Do they actually like are, are there aliens in the film? The, they do. Yeah. yeah at the, towards the, at, back. At the end. At the end, yeah, uh, and it pops off in a big way, and it still looks good. Uh, but yeah, that entire movie uh, is basically gaslighting Jodie Foster into like thinking that religion is just as valid as science. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's I feel so bad for her because in every scene she's like killing it, doing like fact based science shit, and they're like, but. I think if you believed in God, this would all actually be good and like work. Uh, and then at the end, fucking she like they like don't believe her. And they're like, oh, well, we don't believe that you saw the aliens, but you do. Yeah, I guess you got to have faith. I guess you understand what being religious is now. Yeah, uh, I want to read the Sagan book now. I learned about this literally yesterday. at My friend's online birthday party, which is another mm-hmm. weird phenomena of the coronavirus. I was in a chat. I was in a, video, a Zoom call with like 15 friends. And then, like, my friend's girlfriend got him in the Zoom call and he got in. And everyone's like, surprise. And that's like what a birthday party is now is where, mm-hmm. like, you get tricked into a Zoom call with a bunch of people who, like, can't talk over each other and are like a oh, fucking nightmare. It was fucking bizarre. But he mentioned that the, this Carl Sagan fact. And I do want to read the fucking Carl Sagan version of Contact because the movie's wild. And I wonder what the book is like. Well, yeah, let's just, also, let's just read it for the rest of this episode. Right now. I'll read Carl Sagan's weed essay. Oh, that's also good. That one I have read because I smoke weed and went to a liberal arts school. It's like what? Like, it's just like, uh, hey, smoke weed every day. Yeah, I mean, his basic premise is that like it's well, there's like (laughs) space shit involved. It's like it comes from whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like all stardust bullshit. It's it's interesting, but it's it's weird. Oh, hey, you know, it's cool looking up the sky and smoking weed. I mean, that's like if you wanted to boil it down to its pure essence, that's pretty much exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Uh, so we're 20 minutes in. We haven't talked about video games at all. So maybe we should start doing that. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, I'll, I'll say the first thing that pissed me off. Um, I'm pissed today, guys. <laughs> OK, so that's an important detail for to couple with the first thing uh, you said. I was like, well, yeah. right, when, when did you get pissed off? Uh, I got pissed off a couple hours ago um, because the, the Last of Us 2 spoilers got released. Oh, oh, um, did you get rocked? You guys hear this? Oh, I haven't, no, I haven't heard shit. I logged off, dude. Um. 
Yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, a, a, an employee at Naughty Dog who's really pissed about their fucking insane, awful corporate culture of, of crunching and treating their employees like shit and not paying mm-hmm. them enough. Um, this one disgruntled employee just literally posted the entire ending. Oh, shit. Um, and goes, have fun with the game. Um, and posted the entire ending, uh, and it set off this like firestorm because there's all these different groups. There's people that are just upset the ending's released, and then there's people upset about the LGBTQ nature of the ending. Oh, what? Um, so there is a so it's our it's our, like the discourse is a nightmare, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna avoid, avoid, avoid. I was watching uh, Hassan Piker's Twitch stream today, mm-hmm. and someone uh, paid to uh, do a text to talk in his stream and then just spoiled the entire thing oh, for fuck. me. Damn. All right, that, that sucks. sucks. That sucks, but also is a pretty funny move. I was furious because at first I was like, what is this robot voice like going over the stream? And I was like, oh, you can pay to like do that on his stream. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, oh my God. It's that's what the spoiler was. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Damn, you got fucking wrecked. Um, that sucks though. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I think it's really a funny move from that employee to do to get revenge on his company for being shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a pretty baller move in that respect. It is a bummer for like people who just want to art appreciate the game. Or the people who all worked on the game. Yeah. Like, or other uh, people. That's fucked too. Like there's a way, I think there's a way to uh, fuck with a company that, that's like, not that. Yeah, I think you're probably right, but this is like at least a pretty good like I only have access to X kinds of power. I'm going to leverage them however I can. I mean, that's not true though because that employee can literally like like DM Jason Schreier and have like a fucking full page article like yeah. about, yeah, that's about true. like the experience. Like and and yeah, it sucks that like there's only one person in, in the industry that's doing that right now. Like that's Jason Schreier. Uh and who fucking rocks, but yeah, like it just sucks because like there's hundreds of other people that spent like the last half decade or more of their lives working on this thing. Yeah, there are definitely people on the creative side of that who who just were super boned. That's fair. Um, it's pretty that's pretty frustrating. Uh, or just like release embarrassing information about like the execs. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I want to know what Neil Druckmann's dick looks like. Yeah, yeah. release the release Neil's dick. Oh, God. OK, so there's a, there's a speaking of Neil Druckmann and being a fucking bad posters why it's like every creator of like a video game that i love is just the worst poster online it's like the worst type of lib uh cory balrog who is the god of war guy just mm-hmm. awful tweets awful tweets all the time and neil like they get together uh and they just do these just garbage tweets all the time well, cory balrog only knows one thing and that's father-son relationships and everything else yes. is just baffling to him yeah it's fucking yeah that is truly that's all he knows um Man, okay, I got pissed off at something recently too that has to do with games. Um, did you, or either of you guys, I guess not you, Roy, because you were logged off, but Griffin, did you catch any of the discourse about how someone was like, it's weird that uh, non human races in D&D games and shit like that are kind of racist? And then a oh, bunch God, of people the, were like, uh, the, no, the they're discourse. not. Yeah, Orcs discourse. Oh, no. Um, and it was popping off. Like, I thought it was just one thread because my friend JR is uh, JR Zambrano. Check him out. He makes really cool tabletop games and shit. Yeah. Um, I thought that he just because he's a tabletop game making guy was talking mm-hmm. about this because he's like a social yeah. justice guy who makes tabletop games. I was like, oh, OK, whatever. But then, yeah. like, I logged back on a couple hours later and there's like 85 more threads in either mm-hmm. direction. Um, mm-hmm. 
And it was it's baffling. Like, of course, they're kind of racist, but also like we all knew that. Right. Like, why are yeah. we yelling about? Yeah, it's tough because it's all based on which story you're looking at. Right. I mean, there are there's like a lot of stories that just treat orcs like um, like a faceless horde of like others. Yeah. And that's usually um, the, like the deal, in, like in Lord of the Rings and stuff. But there's like st- but there's there are other universes where like orcs are treated more like their own separate race, like in Blizzard. Like, I would say, like, a lot of the Blizzard orcs, like, have their own, you know, characteristics. Yeah, and, but they and always, like, and values. they just tend to draw on, like, Caribbean African stuff for that, too, in a way that is uncomfortable. But, like, yeah, I mean, it varies. More modern stuff is, like, a hundred times better about it than, like, older shit was. Um, I think that's pretty indisputably yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just, like, wild mm-hmm. that this is still being litigated in the forums of Internet. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they're posting about it. But, like, I, I mean... I don't know. The, the the worst I can think of in, in pop culture is just like the Lord of the Rings, where it's like, is there any like black characters like in that? There are no characters of trilogy? color. And when he was asked about it, Jared Tolkien was like, the orcs are like the Mongols. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about the trees? Uh, uh, the tree that talks the, is played by John Reese davies John Reese davies <laughs> really? plays plays Gimli and the talking tree. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. But that's, yeah. that's in the movie, though. That's not. Yeah. In the book, they're. I guess they're people. It's tough to to decide what exactly they are, except for old and trees. You don't know um, that they're not. Uh, I don't know. First Nations. First Nations tree. And in, in some ways, they kind of are oh. First Nations. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, okay, so Rory. And hopefully, maybe they will one day trample Justin Trudeau. <laughs> hey, dare to dream. Dare to dream about those big. Uh, Canada trees stomping over <laughs> Toronto, or stomping through Ottawa, destroying the senatorial building. Um, just, 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 just like just stomping over, like a uh, just shredding up a bunch of photos of uh, all of his blackface. <laughs> oh, look at those trees! Eh? They're going right for the prime minister. They are. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, uh, guys, let's, let's we have to be nice to the hot ones, right? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, we'd be nice to the hot politicians and mean to the uggas. Are, yeah, aren't we just? Isn't that what we do now? We just because Gavin or News, Gavin Newsom just looks like uh, the politicians that you've seen on television. Now we should fuck him. Yes. Now that's the big thing is everyone wants to fuck Gavin Newsom. Everyone, everyone wants to fuck Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, and I'm just like, and Dr. Fauci. Everyone is trying to just fuck anyone that's on TV. Dr. Fa- like, Fauci's crazy because he looks like Moloch from The Watchmen. It's not a, yeah. I think fucking the most psychotic thing I've seen in the past week, honestly, and like I don't really have a formed opinion about this, but just like people were so excited that Brad Pitt like was played Dr. Dr. Fauci. Fauci in an SNL yeah. sketch. Yes. That's just such a weirdly pathologized relationship with a fucking doc, like medical government official who you'd never heard of a year ago at, at what point did we lose the thread that we're supposed to make fun of these people like also it's, he looks it's, like a goblin yeah, yeah he looks like yeah. he looks like moloch from watchman i swear to fucking god check it out moloch fucks moloch definitely fucks did before um, he became so. goblin <laughs> um but yeah i'm just like when did we when did we forget that we're not supposed to worship any of these people dude this is like if there's one takeaway there's one grand fucking flaw of the obama administration it's that it's that like obama made everyone be like it's great to have just the coolest guy be president and the people in charge Mm -hmm. are there because they're cool and good that's true um and then everyone was like that's how it works and now it's like oh no 
<laughs> like, yeah, we should have never had we should have never had a cool president. Yeah, or a cool president. Our cool president should have been actually cool. Yeah, that's what I want. You're like he should have worn sunglasses and had burning skulls tattooed on his chest. Yeah, and you know actually what? Actually, given oh. us universal health care. Yeah, and also yeah. given everyone universal health care for that sure. You know what? Yeah, when, that's actually what, cooler what, than flaming skulls. I'll be honest. When uh, when Obama Obama uh, was gifted uh, the Witcher by Poland's prime minister, she didn't even play it. So. <laughs> I think that's damning enough yeah, right there. A real gamer president would have been like, I don't need this. I already beat it. <laughs> Obama apologizes to Poland for never playing Witcher 2. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, motherfucker. Uh, that's where I draw the line. That's not good enough, Barack. Um, that's not. I've never played any of those games. The third one's great. The, the third one's great. The first one's really good, but it has one of the worst sections of any video game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one's pretty good. Do you, guys, do you guys watch the Netflix show? No, uh, I did. I watched the first two episodes and then for some reason didn't keep going. I liked it, but it's like fine. Like it's not it's like, fine. It's not great, but it's like cool fantasy stuff with swords to watch it. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll watch cool fantasy stuff with swords basically no matter what. Um, yeah. I bought The Witcher three, but I haven't played it because I, I it was like fourteen bucks around Christmas or something, and I just mm-hmm. keep oh, looking at it thinking, well, it's also two hundred hours. Yeah, it's huge. It's time. big and it's yeah. weird. I, I've never I've never bought in a video game and then sat on it like I hear people do that and I'm like what like when I buy the game I'm, I'm turning it on like I'm playing it right there I mean I, I do that just with stuff that's on sale like yeah like uh, at the same time I think it was around it was the same day that I also bought uh, the new God of War and yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. and just okay yeah you went for a, you went for a triple yeah because they were all like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah I guess play. I'm just a chump and I've bought everything on day one, so there's no deals ever for me because I already own hey, all Hey, Disco Elysium was 25% off today. Speaking of deals, Disco Elysium, I was bummed and then Disco Elysium got released for Mac today. Oh, so shit, I'm, it did? Yeah. Yes. All right, I'm actually right now on, and it's on tw- the pod going to go buy it. It's 25, well, it's 25% off on Steam until May 2nd, so cop letter. that shit. I've been waiting well, for this. Dude, me too. That was, it was going to be one of our breaking news. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, this I mean, we're going to we're gonna talk to, to we're probably going to talk to a friend of the pod hunter about it next week. But if you want to pop back in, if you played it at all and yeah. give us your thoughts, you're definitely welcome Please. to. Um, yeah. So, okay, yeah. here's another uh, here's the thing. Let's talk about one thing that's been in the zeitgeist. Final Fantasy seven remake real quick. Oh, hell yeah. Um, that's where I literally was playing that till this turned on. Till um, this chat started. I'm really liking it, but I do have a new problem. with it. OK, give me the problem. Here's my new problem with it. Sephiroth. Rory, you played the demo, right? You haven't played the whole thing? Yeah, I I gave up on the boss fight that I think ends it. Yes, that is the last thing. Yeah. Um, well, I'll complain about it, then I want to hear what you think about the game. But um, I Sephiroth's not like a weird grosso anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, in the new game, Sephiroth's like hot and cool the whole time. Mm-hmm. In the original, Sephiroth's like mostly a creepy freak who just like hugs his dead mom. Yeah, but like the polygons can't show how hot he is. Yeah, but like the ambiance and like tone around him is gross and weird. Yeah. And like um, that's like part of the thing that I thought was like cool about him as a character is that he's like he like has shows up in that cloud vision and is like really cool and hot. And then every time you see him after that, basically till the end, it's like, oh, he's a perverted, corrupted mess of a ghoul. And I thought that yeah. was like an interesting character. And in this one, he's just like a hunk. 
a hunk who's well, presented we, hotly throughout the whole game. Well, we still haven't gotten deeply into his story yet. That's and true. And I'm I, hoping I'm hoping he gets nasty, but it's just a bummer that he's not nasty. Well, just like every other story, they've gotten they've gone deeper on every character. Um, and, and that's, I think, why I have hope still, yeah. because like I just got through the part um, at the tower where they're where they're dropping the plates. Oh. Um, so good. And all that stuff with Jesse at the end there was like incredible. Um, and it really made me fucking love this, that game, the game again. I was just like, damn, they are, they're just doing what we're getting. I'm happy they split it up because what we're getting out of that is like a much more in depth um, exploration of the shit they're doing than Seven, the original. It's also cool. And I, th- and I think that it's going to be, this is where they're going to get in trouble for calling it a remake. Because yeah. there are hints throughout the game, uh, and I'm imagining there will be more when I get to the end, but I don't know because I still have a couple hours on the game. But there's the game that like it's not a remake, but that it's like an alt timeline thing because there are times yes. throughout the game where like things happen where like a character makes a choice to do a different thing than they would have than they did in the original yes. game, and then ghosts yes. show up and yell at them. Yeah. So essentially, there's these ghosts that are new to the game. Uh, they just fly around everywhere and. My theory is, and I bet some people have who have already beaten it have like a much more clear idea of what's going on here. But my theory is that these ghosts represent the fandom. They represent the audience. They represent old Final Fantasy VII fans. And uh, they kind of represent like the ghosts of the past trying to force us to make the same decisions uh, and and potentially repeat the same things and maybe even the same mistakes yeah it's bizarre it's it's interesting it's very cool it's a cool thing it's, i wonder how it's gonna play it's a vibe. out it's a bot um but what did you think about it rory and then i want to yeah what, what do you think about it and i got some other uh, questions but what did you think I when you played it played final fantasy 7 when i was 12 yep that's about the and age i got like right to where it or like the stuff leading up to the final boss fight and then uh my game crashed and I somehow ended up in like a, a just unwinnable state. Oh, and I don't remember anything that happens in the entire story other than just like the famous part where uh, someone gets stabbed. Yeah, that it's someone. It's no one important. Where, where um, one of the main characters gets fucking gored with a giant a random. Uh, that is yeah, the really the only moment we remember these days. Getting stabbed in a pool though, kind of nice, low key. Like, where else would you want to get stabbed other than a pool? I mean, and then uh, the remake the. I I'm really confused by the combat. The combat yeah. took me a while to get into. And I think the only reason I got into it as quick as I did is because it's very similar to Final Fantasy 15, which I also played. And like and I have not played. Yeah. And I like struggled with that combat. The combat is fucking confusing. Yeah. Um, just switching back and forth between people in real time is just really weird to me, especially when you add in like trying to command people to do stuff. Yeah. And the necessity like in, in the the. The boss fight at the end of the demo, like, isn't it like you, you have to use magic against the giant spider robot thing? Because, yeah, you gotta use lightning magic. Yeah, but like as soon as if I switch from one character to the other, the other one will stop pursuing that route of attack. Yeah, totally. It can be really frustrating that way. It can also be like until like you have a build that you like make for the characters. It can be really confusing to know why you'd use a character for a specific task unless the game tells you to. Mm-hmm. And so there are some fights I got in where it was definitely like, why is this taking so long and being so hard? And I'm like, oh, because these guys are designed to be like Aerith kills them or yeah. whatever. Um, and it's like, I, I didn't I know, fucking think, know that. 
they could have solved it through like a Donkey Kong 64 kind of situation where instead you just like, have barrels throughout the levels and you can jump in and switch out Cloud for Barrett or whatever. I mean, I think that that's like a highly underrated system that should probably be cross applied to more types of games. Yeah. And then also like have Materia or whatever it's called, like also be color coded so that you have to be each specific character in order to like pick it up. Ooh, that's a real twist. But then you can't do the crazy builds. Well, you probably could. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you, sure, but the the important thing is I think there needs to be more character based collectibles and mini games. Yes. Oh, well, well, I don't know. I don't know what the mini game situation. There like, are but, a lot of mini games, and they range from really fun to utterly vexing. Uh, all right, so it is kind of like Donkey Kong sixty four in that regard. Yes, it is. Griffin, now why are you putting your shirt back on? <laughs> and why is it the same shirt that you were just wearing? What happened here? <laughs> Um, someone was someone was dropping by with some clothes. They wanted me to try on. Oh, um, and then it didn't fit me, so I gave them back, and they left. So many newers, just yeah. like a random person. Uh, it's a friend. It's okay. a friend. Um, they were doing some weird some weird yard sale thing, and I don't know. Uh, didn't fit me, guys. Sorry. Too bad. I was worried this, you could this, have fallen into a classic Corona scam. Yeah, you yeah. Where they the just pass it on like a, like SARS or something. All those Corona shirts, trying to get you to try them on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hate to see a Corona shirt. That's one thing. There was this there was this sketch that I was gonna do. Um, that was like a video game sketch. Uh, we were about to do it like two weeks before the virus like hit or whatever, or it was going to happen. Like the show was going to happen during like the pandemic starting. We had to cancel the show. Mm. Um, but one of the sketches was uh, everyone on my team spitting in my mouth. Oh, um, and I just cannot imagine trying to do that during the virus. <laughs> If you were to do that, like the first nobody yell at me after the virus, people will probably lose their goddamn minds. Like yeah, the think, first show after this, if you let me. if like you let like Caitlin and Hunter spit in your mouth, uh, people in the pack will just like throw up and like burn down the building. I think they. I think I would be banned from comedy. Yeah. I think there'd be enough types of toxic personalities out there that would say, "Okay, folks, we got them." Or you would become the Bill Hicks of your generation. The one guy br- brave enough to brave let- enough to say it how it is. Yeah, drink it how I spit it. <laughs> gargle a bunch of saliva. Jesus Christ, I- that's yeah. so funny to think about. <laughs> it's well, the good. Um, well, here, no, Griffin. This is the good news. Is since you got canceled today for walking your dog, yeah. they can't touch you now. Like this yeah, is your free. chance. You can do it because like wh- you can't get any lower. Hey, baby, I got 10,000 more followers. This is so, like, keep, 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 keep canceling me. This is yeah, rock this is bottom, fine. baby. Uh, I'm I'm going on the I'm going on the Legion of Skanks Twitch stream later tonight to call things gay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds, oh, yeah. oh, cool headband. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I haven't listened to Come Town in like a year and a half. Have any of them just like called it the gay coronavirus yet? I mean, they Sur- must have, right? surely they have. They have. I I never had listened. This is this is a this is a flexi episode where we talk about whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. No, that's um, the loose goose one. It's not. It's actually I, just like nice to just hang out with two buds on the podcast in this age of fucking nightmares. Maybe the podcast can be more therapeutic during these times and less scheduled. Me messaging people because I I do have a lot of social anxiety right now about constantly like Facebook messaging people. 
and not not because like the act of asking, but like the act of asking during this time is somehow like just tougher because people like don't want to do anything. So you feel like you're like bugging them on a psychological level even though way more people have way more time now yeah but like it's like it just i've like asked people and like every time i feel bad no totally i mean we can definitely be more loose goose with it i mean i'm having a lot of fun this episode so i think that we should we should keep no, it yeah i'm just i'm just talking out loud here um but yeah i never listened to come town before the virus so maybe come town is the cure i don't know <laughs> maybe that's know. maybe that's why we're all okay it's because we're just not big come town dudes <laughs> Um, um, maybe. So, yeah. so Rory, what, um, what, ha- I know you've been playing a bunch of games that I want to ask you about, uh, cause I haven't played any of them uh, <laughs> um, very think, much. I would say, honestly, like the most infuriating thing that's happened to me since you guys were talking about angry gaming related stuff, uh, shot, God, fuck Doom Eternal. <laughs> it's so fucking hard. Nice. Yeah. Is that okay. That's one? the one yeah. I wanted to hear about. Um, yeah. Tell yeah. me about Doom Eternal because, okay, here's why I wanted to ask you about this. I yeah. watched the Doom 2005 film last night. Oh, shit. Um, that movie's trash. Yeah. Um, Holy, wait, we should review that movie. We definitely can. It's real bad. Uh, it, there's a part at the end where, like, for six Fuck. minutes, it's first person shooter mode from fucking yeah, that Carl. Was, that or- was, like, the main thing they were selling it on. I remember, like, there oh. being, con- like, conversations on talk shows about the fact that, like, there's a chunk of the movie where it's just in first person. Yeah, and it's not as cool <laughs> as I wanted it to be at all. <laughs> um, also, it's weird that The Rock was definitely marketed as the lead in that movie, but he's, like, listed 12th in the IMDb. My theory oh. is that he says fuck a lot and turns out to be evil and so he was like i don't want people knowing i did this i'm gonna i'm gonna do uh yeah if he if he turns out to be evil I be, i'm surprised they haven't scrubbed it from the internet because yeah. he's he's supposed to be the that good good samaritan but yeah tell um, me about doom eternal do i want to play it now that i'm thinking about doom again and did you play doom 2016 no but i could because well, that's on playstation now yeah you should play doom 2016 first because it's uh easier than Doom Eternal. So what's so hard about Doom Eternal? Because I've seen people being like, this game whips ass and being like, this game drives me mad. Um, well, you, you've played a Doom game at some point in your life, right? Like yeah. other than, say, Doom 3, which was like the one that was kind of survival horror Yeah, no, I played Doom. I played Doom and I played Hell on Earth. Yeah. Uh, so mostly it's just like very maximalist in its approach to how combat is supposed to work, where just you ne- you're never like, say... Uh, like just first thing off the top of my head is the thing to contrast against like say Bioshock where you get like a corridor with somebody that maybe you can sneak up on and kill them before they notice you maybe you end up in like a combat zone where there's right. like five dudes with guns and you have to like maneuver around to get to them before they get you Doom like an average level will have like at least 10 people or 10 goblins in it and they're all different types of goblins with different attack patterns and like you need specific weapons in order to effectively and quickly kill each one of them and you're trying to strafe around and like not get hit with everything at the same time <laughs> and Jeez. like just switching between weapons as quickly as you possibly can uh, that sounds both fun and like it would give me a panic attack it's just extremely kinetic yeah sounds and sounds it then Doom Eternal just doubles down on that. Oh, okay. Well, do the monsters look good? Yeah. No, the monsters look fucking sick. Everything is just like every single monster, both because uh, a lot of them's also a lot of them also are uh, series staples returning. Oh, like, nice. And that's something that is, is kind of interesting to think about, like in terms of how those games are constructed, where. Uh, there's simultaneously both a lot of different enemy variation, but also you're going to see the same 
there's like maybe 15, 20 different types of monsters that you'll see, and you'll see them all a lot. Yeah, right, because you but, see every monster, because there's like a million monsters all the time. Yeah, but uh, each one of them is essentially like a different rule. Mm, that makes sense. There's like a jumper one and like a, yeah. a, a explodey guy or whatever. Uh, there's a guy that charges at you. There's a guy that's just a big fat thing that has giant laser cannons on it that like you need to approach from a certain angle uh the cocko demon um either will be a bullet sponge or if you happen to have like one specific upgrade for your shotgun you can just blow a missile into its mouth and like that'll instantly make it prone whoa so it's all just a series of different conditions that you have to work through and try to navigate all these different things in order to diffuse the situation before you can move on to the next map and then do it again yeah, the game is all about like forward motion and in, in like unlike any other shooter I've seen. It's like it's, it's like if you stop, you die. Yeah. And and like um there's there's something sort of yeah, mesmerizing about that, but also like overwhelming. And that's why I can't watch more than a few minutes of gameplay of it from like, okay, oof. I like, can't I can't really play it for more than like an hour or two straight. Right? Yeah, yeah I believe it's it, just man. not a game not a game you could like sit down for six hours and like crush through. Yeah, you couldn't do what I did with Final Fantasy that one day where I got from chapter four to chapter sixteen. Holy shit. No, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. It was chapter six, chapter 16. It was, I just did like 12. I just did like a huge chunk of the game. And of course of of like a few days of one day. Um, But yeah, like, so with Doom Eternal, I don't know how much you care about the plot of that game, but I know that Doom 2016 is about them opening like a power plant that just draws electricity directly from hell and pumps it into your power lines. That every Doom game has. Well, no, so there's sick. There's so I was I I researched this while I was watching the Doom 2005 movie because I was confused. Doom one is uh, one of the moons of Mars disappears and you have to go find it and you end up in hell Um, (laughs) because it turns out that it became a portal to hell. Yeah, Um, that's crazy. Amazing. Doom plot is you're on Mars and also hell. Yeah. Totally. The thing I love about it is all the different ways they choose to get you to hell, like the moon disappears or the 2016 one is that they're mining electricity straight from hell, knowing that they're going to mine electricity from hell. And they're just like, this can't go wrong. That's Um, epic because, you know, we would fucking do that in real life if we could. Yeah, it's like if you could frack hell, Joe Biden would already be writing the bill. You you absolutely. Um, I mean, but so what is like there'd be a little bit of hell coming out of my water spout (laughs) right now. I'd be like, God damn it. So what is what is uh, Doom Eternal do with uh, how do they get you to hell in that game? So also, it's worth noting uh, specifically with Doom 2016, like although it does eventually have a lot of exposition in it that is largely loaded into the back end of the game, because like almost at the beginning of the game, there's a negation of the concept of plot. Like there are strands where plot elements are going to be introduced into it. And then the Doom guy just like rejects interacting with those things. (laughs) Cool. Like somebody like the. Very popularly pointed out that the first thing that happens is you get like a phone call from a guy and he starts trying to explain the situation to you and you just smash the phone (laughs) and walk away. Oh, that fucking rules. And then that's the through line for like the first half of the game is this guy just continues trying to contact you and you just keep blowing him off and then doodling around fucking things up without paying any attention to it. Um, That's that's awesome. But then you do end up getting like a bunch of exposition towards the back of the game. Uh, This game actually has like cut uh, Doom Eternal actually has like cutscenes in it. And like an ongoing narrative largely uh, springing like spinning off from things that happened in uh, Doom 2016 where there is essentially some sort of like 
massive takeover of Earth that has happened, where the all the demons of hell have decided to to just conquer the Earth and use it to mine things. Because you know, so they they want electricity for hell. Yeah, they're just doing the same, the opposite. Yeah. Um, well, ultimately, what it comes down to is the uh, the energy source that you know they were trying to mine from hell in the previous game. Uh, pretty obvious, no brainer. What do you think hell energy is? That it comes out of. Oh, it's a human ghost spirit. The butt. Yeah, oh. it's that. It's just processing humans as an energy source. Yep. Well, so they, it is sort of just like a kind of like goosed up version of Dooms 1 and 2 where you go into the weird moon and then you end up in hell and then the second one you get back to Earth and hell took over Earth and then you have to go save Earth and then you have to go to hell yeah. and come back and then save your hometown or whatever. And that's essentially what, what is going on in Doom Eternal other than that I don't think that like there's really a planet Earth to be saved. There are references to there being other people. Uh, that there are survivors, but the only other humans you see are on a space station. Uh, mm. You do spend time on Earth, but on Earth, like just everything is fucking wrecked. Mm, like a classic Diablo Three. There's just broken buildings and like giant guar set looking things where there's just like giant piles of organs and viscera growing out of the walls. God, that almost sounds comforting in the sense that like. Oh, it's, it's tight. It's, it's it also real just like, fucking tight. Yeah, it sounds fucking sick, first of all. Like, that's just very the style I like. But then also just like, that's like such a better apocalypse than this one. <laughs> like, this one's boring as yeah, shit. Yeah, this one's where all yeah. staying inside and nothing's even growing out of anything. Yeah, and the, all the people that are dying, they're dying inside as well. So it's just, you know, you don't, there's no piles there's of no, bodies. There's no tentacles. Like, yeah. it's fucked. Well, um, also, for contrast, um, this game, notably, I think, like, in Doom 2016, in the sections that are in hell, it's very much like a cartoon hell where everything's a giant mountain with bones and shit, and the sky is fire, that sort of thing. And that, yeah. that's not like a one-to-one ex- yeah, but- explanation, but, like, all the areas of hell that you see in this game, or of, like, hell-adjacent places that you see, look like castles designed by H.R. Geiger. Cool. <laughs> Cool. There should always there should always be like a bonus level after you beat the game where you just go to purgatory and like it's all a bunch of passive NPCs <laughs> that you just fist like face punch. A bunch of passive NPCs <laughs> walking up a mountain praying and you just beat them up. Um, suck the it, freebie level. Suck it, Dante. Um, yeah, man. I I think that I'm really into that aesthetic of just like gross hell shit right now because I've gotten really into reading. Uh, just getting really high and reading Warhammer novels buddy um not even in order that's my hell um no dude it rules like they're bad they're basically bad gross versions of other books and it fucking <laughs> rules buddy like, there's a level in this game called the super gore nest see that that's right that's right in the, my q zone right now <laughs> i think importantly like, i i just messaged you right now take a look at this this All level right, design pull, there i'm gonna pull this up real quick i got it on the on the old messenger oh my god okay so griffin <laughs> what we're looking at here is there's like a huge rib cage in the middle on sort of a barren kind of Marsy looking outcropping of, of stone. Um, there are other huge bones kind of uh, going up the side. Uh, the ground level entrance to this sort of palace of destruction appears to just be a couple of mouths with teeth. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of tentacles on the left side. Oh, and on the right. 
Uh, and that, uh, it's just all it's all fleshy and gooey. Like the mountain is fleshy. The mountain's Ugh. fleshy, and it's got lots of spiky bones. There's a big portal at the top. No, this is just this is just the tower from Lord of the Rings with a different skin. But it's all yeah. it's all grown over like a <laughs> WeWork. Yeah. That, no, oh, this, this is, is on yeah. Earth. Yeah. This is um, WeWork. Yeah, like oh god, like it looks like it's just grown over like a rentable office space. That's fucking sick. Um, man. All right. Well, I gotta play this game when I get some fucking when I finish Disco Elysium. I feel like it's the I think it's the exact kind of game that will be like twenty five dollars soon. Yeah, I think so. I think if I wait it out after I finish Final Fantasy and Disco Elysium, I bet I get it pretty cheap. Uh, I know yeah. June twenty sixteen is really fucking cheap right now. Yeah. Well, it's on P- uh-huh. it's on PlayStation now, so that one's a. Oh that's, yeah, you don't ooh, even have that's to pay a for it. But if you want to pay for it, it's eight dollars on the PlayStation Store. Oh, that's basically the price of PlayStation now. <laughs> yeah, man, I that that um, service, man. I was going through their shit. It's so yeah, good. But uh, now I have a question about PS Now. Does it is it like Netflix where it like updates and changes the titles? Some of them, but yeah, periodically, and some of them. But the ones that you can download, you can just download, and they're not gonna like take it away from you. Uh, no, I've actually had that happen. Wait, really? What, Gr- you were still yeah, paying for Grand the service? Yeah, Auto was on there for a bit, and, like, I I might be able to get back in. Like, maybe something just happened that made it not work anymore, but, like, I can't play the downloaded copy of Grand Theft Auto that I got from there. All right, that so makes I, take, sense. I take it, it back. Be, they can yeah, take it away like from permanent, It's not a permanent rental, yeah. Well, I mean, um, I just, I don't know. I guess maybe I just, ri- whenever I download those games, I just rip the fuck through them. So I ever download them when I'm like, I need to have well, it. the thing is, there's, there's plenty of $60 games that in two weeks you'll be done with. Right. And so, like, that's what's perfect about it. But so, yeah, I'll probably play the I'll, I'll check out. Dude, I just yeah, I don't know. I just been getting into my war zone, baby. That's my Q zone. I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about war zone. I am chemically addicted to it. I've started to see it in real life. I'm you addicted do. to I'm right. War zone is just like the Call of Duty version of uh, Battle Royale. Oh, um, okay. it's huge. It's like one of the number one games right now. There's like 50 million people playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but does it have fucking concerts? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Let's talk about it. Holy <laughs> shit. Did you guys see the Travis Scott concert? Yeah, I mean, I watched video clips. Of it, yeah. uh, for Holy the, shit. The friend mentioned earlier, JR, uh, went and f- fucking loved it and sent me like a 55 clip. Dude, that was some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. Dude, people are going buck. Let me see. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, Travis Scott just did a... F- a concert in Fortnite. So Fortnite's had events in the past. There's Weezer um, Island. They've had what well, my favorite, Weezer Island, um, which was just an island devoted to Weezer for some oh, reason. No. Um, there was. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's a real one. <laughs> check out Weezer Island. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, and they also had a marshmallow concert. Um, and uh, I think the most terrible one was uh, they had a Rise of Skywalker premiere event in Fortnite where they had J.J. Abrams mo-capped in. Uh, and J.J. Abrams was just walking around a stage just talking about Star Wars. It sucked. It, it also was It also is the only place where Emperor Palpatine's actual message to the galaxy was ever yes. played on audio. So like yes. the key plot device that triggers the entire ninth movie only exists in Fortnite. The first sentence of the fucking movie is Fortnite exclusive. And I think that well, shouldn't that, that, that isn't being said enough. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that I haven't much. fucking watched. <laughs> Dude, that movie is oh. the absolute worst. 
It, no, but in a, in, a, in a lot of ways, it is the cure because it freed everyone from caring about Star Wars. That's true. It, it was like a it was kind of like a liberator. A lot of people is, who used to talk about Star Wars was like, I'm done. It is it, it is unshackling in its in its badness. Do you think uh, that's actually going to happen, though? Uh, people are what? still making it, like, but a lot of people are just like, I mean, just on the on the wisecrack level, like people just care less about Star Wars videos now. These yeah. Days. Yeah. And, 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 and people just know that there's. There's like no argument to be won anymore. Like, like we're just, it's just, it's a shit, it's a shit sandwich. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, it would be nice if that would happen with the DNC. <laughs> Travis, hey. if, it, if it just, the DNC needs a, maybe this is their rise of Skywalker too. We, we would love that. We would yeah. absolutely love that. This might be close to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all we need, all we need is there to be um, some sort of, uh, some sort of like a uh, message from Hunter Biden in Call of Duty Warzone. Well, I mean, now that they're uh, stripping Bernie Sanders' estate delegates and not running a primary in New York, like, <laughs> do you think it's possible that the Democrats could bomb badly enough that people would actually stop giving a shit? It's I no because because the because the all these people do is log on and get bummed out when they look at Trump tweets and like that's the only thing they care about is like their personal happiness online and that's so like they'll just keep logging on and no matter it doesn't matter if it's a fucking you know a mop with a face on it you know yeah I mean uh, you and I have talked about this Rory that I think the only way the Democrats truly ever lose is if they win the election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like they, I think, have a setup where uh, they can just be like, not Trump and everything else that we do and say is fine because it's not they, Trump. Yeah, and then if it's like the- they actually won an election, people are like, now it's time for you to fix stuff. They all would be like, oh, fuck. And then I think that actually is a losing proposition for them. But that's kind well, of what yeah. happened with Barack Obama, though. <laughs> Yeah. And no, then people just true. like made excuses about it. Totally. But I think that then it's like, you know. Once it's tragedy, once it's farce kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the plus side is that Joe Biden is not handsome or charismatic or... Uh, right. Not cool. Yeah. Pleasant. Yeah. In any, in any way. Not not an interesting speaker. Uh, doesn't have a cool shirt. No, yeah, I think, uh, I think the... Um, yeah, the number one thing is like, yeah, people log on and they're and they're just upset and they just want... They want to log on and feel good again uh, about just thinking things are not are not crazy anymore and so yeah they're they've been driven to to frenzy they're, they're in frenzied mode and when you're in frenzy mode you do double damage so you do have to keep your distance so let's go back to warzone i guess um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> explain warzone to rory because this game is i've i played this on via no, 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 i have to finish talking about the travis scott concert okay. that's what's important here. okay sorry um, i shouldn't mean to distract so, from so the real issues i've not, been watching on mute since you brought it up yeah it's crazy there right? was there was all of these events before it, but this one blew it out of the fucking water um, because like it starts and Travis Scott, like an explosion happens and you get flung back. And then Travis Scott is a giant wrapping through the land. Uh, and then it goes through like you think like that's enough, like that alone would be enough. But they're like, Diane, they, there's like. There's like 10 more levels after that where like it all of a sudden you're underwater, you're in space, you're in a volcano, you're on a series of islands like you keep getting transported through these lands and each land is a different song he's doing. Uh, it was one of the craziest things and also like was like it was scary in a way because I was like, wow, like this is what concerts might be like forever now because this is way cooler. <laughs> I mean, one thing I loved when I saw one of the clips was like, there's one of his songs. I don't, I'm not a big Travis Scott guy, but there's one where it's like, there's like a slow build and a big drop. 
And like on the drop, you just see like a bajillion like teens all hit the dance emote button at the same time. Yeah. The beat just drops and a bunch of Fortnite dudes are just like fucking flossing in the volcano or whatever. You can't not get hype when it when sicko mode drops. Yeah, that's the Yeah, it was sicko mode. When it it explodes and he just starts and he's giant and sicko mode drops, it's like this is unlike anything in gaming so far. Uh, So props to Fortnite. Uh, That took months of work took months of work for them to build that. Like, like they even added mechanics. Like, like they added a swimming mechanic to Fortnite that didn't exist before oh, in the game. <laughs> like, like they, they added right, so there, much for this there event. There are two versions of that, right? There's either they were trying to make a swimming mechanic for the game and then decided that this was and the then, time yeah, to bust it out or right, they made right, a custom right. for this. Both are crazy. Like there's both are, both are totally yeah. insane things. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like I've enjoyed a concert or two, but I've also not enjoyed many concerts I've been to in real life. You have to stand for a long time. You're surrounded by some of the, the worst types of fans. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I could do this for a while. Yeah. I mean, I think Rory, you and I are both sort of more live music, punk show, small venue guys. So yeah, I mean, that's definitely the kind of show that I go to where, yeah, you yeah. are standing a lot, but mostly like everybody is there to run into each other. Yeah, and sure. Sweaty. Mm-hmm. And like and everyone, that, um, everyone at least kind of knows each other and talks and talks a bunch of smoke cigarettes outside. And that that's kind of the entire point of being. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And in, in, that's that. That's the good shit. But it is crazy that Travis Scott did this and the Fortnite did this and it popped off so hard. Yeah, I, I, I'll be the first to say it. It was lit. So, Griffin, this actually leads to one of my questions from my little document of dumb questions that we got through almost all of. And here's the last one, which is for yeah. you, which is uh, if if Warzone had a concert, who would be the Warzone performer? Uh, I'll tell you right now, it would be uh, the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville experience <laughs> brought to you by Warzone. I 100 <laughs> percent think that's what it would be. Is there is there a lot of gamer dad energy in Warzone? What am I talking? Of course there is. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's like um, there's gamer dad energy, and there's also um, there's this like uh, there's this type of type of of streamer who's like in their like mid 30s to late 30s, uh, or even in their early 40s. Uh, that's like started turning into like the new parrot heads. I mean, they they have like a lot of money. Um, they're like disconnected from other people in society. Uh, their kids and and they're and they're like they're like gruff dads about it. So yeah, I think Jimmy Buffett would would do numbers. Uh, I don't think Jimmy Buffett should go giant though, but I do think he should like he should drop in on like a cheeseburger or something <laughs> like. Uh, I think that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be great. It's a war game, though. Would, so wouldn't you want to have, like, troop bands in there, like Three Doors Down or Five Finger Death Punch? No, because... Uh, Those are the only troop bands in. <laughs> one more than I knew. I only knew Three Doors Down. <laughs> no, because, you know, Fortnite's for, Fortnite's for the kids and uh, Warzone's for um, sad adults. Um, and thusly does Which Griffin excel. Three Doors Down and Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Okay, well... Then, then I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't. Three doors down opens for Weezer's Jimmy bands. Buffett. I mean, yeah, yeah, Weezer could do numbers. Yeah, Weezer um, could be the first band to be in more than one video game. <laughs> I think. I think if they do Weezer and Warzone, they have to add an area of the map that's Beverly Hills, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where and that's where you want to be. Hey, where, where are you dropping, boys? <laughs> oh, Beverly Hills. That's pretty good. Oh man. 
Yeah, what a world. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to live video in? Is reminding me a bit of. Did you ever see this music video from the '90s uh, called Come, "Keep Coming On" or "Coming On" by The Shaman? Oh, I've seen that one. I think you said. Yeah. I think you've shown me I'm, that one. I'm sorry. I, I I'm sorry to say, but this this Fortnite concert just reminds me of this music video a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'll check it out. Oh, this also it was funny because we were doing we were watching the Travis Scott thing on Choom Room, and then Neve brought up the fact that uh, that U two also has done a concert in Second Life, like way back in the day. Oh fuck! Um, Damn. Of course and, they're the first. I listeners, I highly suggest like when you're making dinner tonight or like hanging out as the sun is setting, p- Google U2 Second Life and check that concert out. Uh, you know what? I might do that when we get off this call and I finish work. Fucking it rocks. When I was in college uh, one summer, I decided to take a summer class just because like I had to I, I, I Wanted to stay in town, and I didn't want to get a job, so I decided to enroll in summer school. Fair. And I needed I needed a science credit, and I signed up for, like, a marine biology class. And then it turned out, like, I went to the trailer, the, the portable that the class is being taught in. Day one, the professor hands out the syllabus, and then, sa- and then says, all right, now let me explain to you how to use Second Life. Whoa! <laughs> and they explained to us that like he actually lives and works full time like in Port Aransas at a, a like research in, or spot that the university has, and the entire class is going to be taught in Fortnite or in Second Life. Fortnite, uh, in Second Life, that's crazy. God, that was like and a he, real like, thing people thought was going to be like the way things worked for a while. He showed us his avatar that he made, which was like a giant orange dude that wore a muumu oh and had fish floating around his head. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he told us that like we also have to be careful because uh his character who is a minotaur had a dark evil twin that we might run into on the server <laughs> for hanging out on okay. second life after All right. this is this is highly sus i'm getting little saint james vibes from this whole thing uh i don't know what's going on the name uh, of his evil twin was quarkus minotaur and he warned us that, that guy swears <laughs> and not to talk to him. My evil Minotaur twin might say the F word to you if you're not careful. I dropped the class as soon as it was over. <laughs> I cannot imagine you wouldn't. Um, that's, I regret that, that, that now, that, honestly. That, that's boss, honestly. Like, if I was a college teacher, I'd be like, yo, if anyone's playing WoW Classic, like, you know... My server is Atiash. <laughs> I'm that on Atiash. I'll be on Atiash from, uh, from five now. to nine. If you need to talk about, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need to check in. Looking at, <laughs> if you want to earn any extra credit, you can run me through Den Mines. Uh, my <laughs> office hours. I'll be in a uh, Kalimdor <laughs> from uh, nine to eleven. Um, that's crazy. That, what a fucking that could crazy be the future world. of schooling now, though. Yeah, I mean, people thought it was gonna be the future of schooling then. Like, who? Well, here's here's my biggest complaint: is there's actually not that many multiplayer spaces for everyone. Like, when I'm done with Warzone, it's fucking annoying trying to find another game to like hop on with everyone and stream. Dude, play Vermintide with me, bro. Yeah, Club yeah, but Penguin? like, not everyone has Vermintide. You know, it's like there isn't that many games that are like everyone has. You know, and can play together. That's everyone's mistake. Vermintide rules. How much is Vermintide? It was on sale recently. It was twenty five bucks for it was twenty five bucks for the ultimate package. Yeah, so you but could now play it's Club like, Penguin. Uh, you could play what? What's that VR chat game? Yeah, Club Penguin. Yeah, yeah, you could perfect. play Habbo Hotel with Brittany. Yeah, everything could be in Habbo Hotel. The government could be in Habbo Hotel right now. I mean, well, who's to say they're not? 
Those yeah, six I weeks mean, have been in there for since day one. Just like put it, the entire Senate into Habbo Hotel. Joe Biden's been in Habbo Hotel since 2003. That's um, <laughs> where, thri- where he thrives. Joe Biden was part of the, the 4chan raid. <laughs> it was yeah, his yeah. idea to do the blackface character and march around in a swastika formation. Dude, breaking news. What Rory said is true. Um, and in, in Habbo, no one can hear you sniff. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Lighten him up. Well, I don't know if we're going to make a better joke than that. And we've already given Haley an hour 10 to work with. Um, so you guys want to wrap this one up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, all right. This was, this, was, this was tight. Yeah, this was really fun. I think we should keep the podcast a little more loose goose like this in the future. A little bit of games, a yeah. little bit of politics, a little bit of broing down. It's just the good stuff. Uh, Rory, you've been fucking rad as always. Uh, where can the people find you and your cool art on the internet? Uh, I have too many things. All right, you could just look me up on Instagram, Rory Blank, or on Twitter at, at PissCastle because I wanted a handle that my dad would be embarrassed to say out loud. Um, or he hates he he famously hates castles and the monarchy. <laughs> Loves piss. <laughs> Yeah, something else with piss, he would have been fine. But castle, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, like piss in my dad's mouth would have been fine, but yeah. it's the castle. Let's see. No, I, I, I almost <laughs> bought, I think, the domain name Dad Pussy like five years ago. <laughs> before before that became uh, socially hip to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before Dad uh, Pussy became a trending topic. Yeah. Um, so you got the Twitter, you got the Instagram. Uh, I, I own the domain name oiledupleatherdaddies.com. And let's go through all the domain names you, you own. All right. So if you go to uh, kingofblood.com, pisscastle.com, oiledupleatherdaddies.com, or roryblank.com, they will all go to my comic strips. Does Skeleton Wizard not go there? No, good. That goes to my store. There you are. Nice. Every other one of those uh, will take you directly to the same website, though, because cool. I just like buying domain names. I think I also have. So, like, are you re-upping each one of those individually oh, for yeah. like fifteen bucks a year? Yeah, yeah, because they're they're all fucking cherry, and I don't want to give them up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I know someone who got rich off selling the domain name Salon dot com. Salam. Salon. So- Salon, like the it, website. Like salon. I thought you said salam. Like, like the magazine. <laughs> like, like, um, like Shabbat Shalom. Yeah. Oh, man, wait. So did they know about the magazine salon when they bought the website? Or did they just they, bought it, buy it because it sounded like a name someone would want? They sold it to, to Salon Magazine like during the boom or whatever, dot com boom, I guess. When the ma- when, how long has the magazine been around for? I it's fucking pretty know. Old magazine. It's been around since before internet, I think. Right. So they so this person is it's an they live in Austin and they own uh, local salons in Austin. So they bought the name salon.com like like hopped on it quick and then sold it for a shit ton. And they live in like a fucking mansion. I just want to do that. It's like the guy who uh, it's like the dude who got like the Charlotte Bobcats on. Well, he got the Charlotte Bobcats ad on Twitter. Yeah. And then like Michael, then like, I guess it was Robert Johnson at the time paid him like six figures to give it to him. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> Ugh, God damn it. I can't believe I sold at Barack Obama for two bitcoins. I'll never forgive. I mean, we've talked this on the show before. I'll never forget my friend Jack Burner from then when I was like, bitcoins are a quarter and I have 200 loose bucks. What if I just buy 800 bitcoins and see what happens? Like surely they'll at least like become worth a dollar each and then I'll like quadruple my money or whatever. And he was oh, like, no, Christ. that's dumb. And then like a year later, they were worth like six hundred dollars each. Yeah, but didn't didn't it crash again? Yeah, but if I just sold if I just sold eight hundred bitcoins, they were like a thousand dollars each out of eight million dollars. 
whoa. <laughs> so you got close to really banking it in there? Yeah, but then Jack was like, don't do that. Don't be an idiot. What we should do is buy a bunch of beer. And then I listened to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, Think about how many um, beers you could buy now. I know. Look I, look, I tell Jack every time I see him how bad he fucked me and all of our friends. Because if I had $8 it's million. Dollars, not that much money more at this point. Yeah, I've Bitcoin heard people losing tank. so much money on Bitcoin, and I've also heard some people who played it just perfectly. Like um, Heather Ann Campbell bought a bunch of Bitcoin, and she sold them at like the perfect time. Yeah, I mean, if you bought them in like 2011, 2012, and then yeah. sold them basically any time before like 2015, you would have made a shitload of money. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm minting a I'm minting a new Game Boys coin, so we'll see if anyone starts digging through the. The ones and the zeros for that. Hashtag coin boys. Um, well, well, check out all of Roy's stuff. Check out the, check out the Instagram. Uh, Griffin, do you have anything you got to plug? Check out Chum Room, I guess. Yeah, yeah check out Chum Room on Twitch. C-H-O-O-M-R-O-O-M. Um, we're doing like Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now. And then on the other days, like if I'm in a good enough mood and have a plan, I usually stream some other yeah. games or something. And that's been fun. And you'll see familiar faces. We've had a lot of Game Boys podcast listeners come into the chat. So please keep doing that. It's nice to it's nice to talk to people. We, I feel like for the first two years, you know, it hasn't been a lot of uh, I don't feel like I've talked to enough fans. Yeah. So. <laughs> We got we got to talk to the fans. And uh, I um, um I show up on Wednesday most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, other than that, um, I'll be starting my OnlyFans account soon, um, and you guys can check that out. Um, Segway. I forgot. I also bought GarfieldXXX.com. <laughs> okay. Can I buy that off of you and put my OnlyFans on there? Uh, no, but DadPussy.biz is available. You just re- you just released that one back into the ocean? <laughs> yeah. It's, catchy, it's a catch and release domain name guy. Um, <laughs> I'm just in it for the sport. Yeah, sure. Of course. It's all about technique. Um, all right. Uh, do I have anything to plug? Uh, I haven't really been doing any AS yeah. this week or the past couple of weeks, um, but check it's them out anyway. Good. Not even a show the rules. Um, and then check my other show on Wisecrack, and I'm on Chim Room most Wednesdays. Um, a game I tested is now has a publicly accessible Steam and Switch page. So please check out uh, Pixel uh, Pixel Pushers Union's new game, uh, Tonight We Riot. It's a cool oh, shit. leftist game that's not available shit. yet, but it comes out, I believe, on May 1st. The Man, Steam they actually got a release Ooh, wow. date. Yeah. Wow. Uh, some of the pages are already up. It fucking rules. Uh, I really, really liked that game. People should really play Ooh. it. It's super fun. I'm looking at it. Um, it rules. Yeah, it's great. Ted's been working on that like as long as I have known him. Yes. Um, Guys, we got to get our voices into video games soon. Uh, That's the well, next thing we have to do. I'm maybe even working on that guy's next game. <laughs> Perfect. Because there's nothing more I want than to be a voice... In a video game. Yeah. Um, well, that's a long ending. That's thanks a long ending. It was super fun. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And thanks, Rory, for coming on. This was a really fun yeah. episode. I had a great time. We'll come back when I've actually fleshed out uh, my argument that Control and Psychonauts are the same game. Yes. Oh, God. Wow. I'd love to hear and that. Maybe eventually we'll today. get around to playing Control. Um, we're going to do Skalizum next week, everyone, with Hunter almost certainly. So come check that out. Uh, Rory, if you want to come back for that, I'll message you about it later this week. Okay. Um, and check out Haley. She's the best. Just go to at Eat Every Sound on Instagram or on YouTube. It's food based ASMR and it fucking rules. She's the best. Please check it out. She deserves all of the views and likes. Now, that is going to do it for us this week. My name is Lux. I'm your host, Coach Griffin Davis. Your guest is Rory Blank. Your editor, producer is Haley Clement. Your introduction music by Matthew Moore. And your artist by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Sun is down. Stay safe out there. Cold. That's how we already know. When it's here, my dog will probably do it for Louis Bell. That's just all he know. He don't know nothing else. I tried to show him. Yeah.
I tried to show him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gone on you with the pick and roll. Younger flame, he in sickle mode. At the gate outside, when they pull up, they get me loose. Yeah, jump out, boys. That's Nike boys hopping our coops. Way too big when we pull up, give me the loot. Give me the loot. Was off the Remy, had up at post. Had to in my old town to duck the news. Two four hour lockdown, we made no moves. Now it's 4 a.m. and I'm back up.